we're all about disruption here. You know, we're 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 gonna be at hey, South Mary, by Southwest. Shut up for a second. I actually have something to say. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> that actually would probably be helpful on this on this one. Um, wait, everyone's too afraid to talk because I I'm so good at talking. They don't want to interrupt me. And so very good at talking. But you. that to me is like comforting because I hate like I hate silence, you know. Right. Um, so I, I love you know, when people are just able to you know, fill in the fill in the gaps. Okay. Meanwhile I've been on I don't remember how many other podcasts, but several. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to get some kind of caffeine in my system before I started talking with people. <laughs> I've actually run out I I've sadly run out of Coke Zero this morning which oh, if no, anyone <laughs> if anyone knows me then you know that's sort of most my blood is like mostly coke zero at this point uh -huh. <laughs> um and it's i i have to like also stop collecting the boxes because there are literally like let me count them yeah there's eight boxes of of coke empty coke zero with boxes Wait, on top of my refrigerator the boxes? no it's just because i i keep well i keep telling myself oh, i'll recycle them but there's no recycling oh. here <laughs> But you're like, I, on some, on some, no, on some level, I know that they're not going to go anywhere. <laughs> I think, but um, you're going to turn them into a giant robot cosplay pretty quick. I'm yeah. actually think that's actually not a horrible idea. Um, maybe I'll keep collecting. I mean, you you can't do so that, any that's worse. Recycling. Yeah, but you can't do any worse than the year that I went uh, the most deliberately terrible costume and made Ghetto Robo. Oh my Get God. Ghetto Robo. <laughs> Instead of Getter Robo, it was Ghetto Robo, and it was just uh, a bunch of terrible boxes and, uh, you know, the 12-pack the uh, can boxes. And whenever you did Getter Break, you just flung your arms out and let the boxes fly anywhere. Wow. I did, uh, I did Ghetto Ash Ketchum my freshman ooh. year of college, and I had a Pokeball that was literally like a crumpled bunch of paper that I put tape around to hold together <laughs> and then colored with a marker. Nice. Um, okay, everybody, if, if everyone could just kind of close their eyes and, and reach out, you feel that in the bowl in front of you? You feel that? That's like, it's, it's, it's eyeballs, but it's not. It's peeled grapes. That's right. I came here expecting eyeballs. <laughs> We're, that's right. We're in the podcast already. Welcome, everybody. Uh, oh, great. Yeah, we've been in here the whole time. Submitted for your consideration. Uh, okay, everybody, welcome to... Zone. Welcome to the Podcast Zone, um, which is the new name of this project, I guess. Uh, anyway, yes, this is uh, Game Busters. This is a podcast from GameWester.com. Uh, I'm Nirav, and I'm going to be your host this morning or evening. I don't know what, what's going on over in your place. Um, I am joined today by my lovely co-hosts. Oh, I thank you. And now you say your names. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, I'm Tim. I'm creatively disruptive. I I even put the order on the outline of of what you did. Okay. Oh, oh, I need to. I need oh, to hold up. That. I'll get. Yeah, I'll get the outline. Did anyone do the reading? Um, I, I yeah, did the reading. reading. I just I didn't just... bring the reading with me. Yeah, I just don't have it. Uh, Desmond ate it. Oh. My my dog, my son. His po uh, her, uh, yes. it's it's her poof. So please. Yeah, my my son. He's very very fluffy. Um. His name is Desmond. He is literally my world. But I'm, I'm Katie. <laughs> okay, that's two. We got one more. <laughs> oh, that's probably me then. Okay. <laughs> 
I'm Ree, um, yeah, editor of Game Luster and very organized, as you can tell, right. as usual. We've had some disorganized <laughs> intros, but this one really is is pushing it. Um, we're, we're sort of pushing over the border of endearing into, like, unlistenable. Um, oh, no. <laughs> all right, let's just jump into our first segment real quickly. Uh, we're going to do parks or rec, and everyone can either talk about a nice park you visited or just recommend anything. I'm going to um, recommend... Uh, the 2015 BBC version of And Then There Were None. It is amazingly produced. Uh, everybody in it is a rat bastard. Uh, and Charles Dance is excellent. Oh, I do love me some Charles Dance. Oh, he's he's excellent in every... And it, you should have just opened on that. Oh, well, you, <laughs> you, you have to save the cherry on top. Yeah. That is true. Okay. Very cool. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and recommend this early access title I've been playing. I recently did a preview of it, um, Monster, Monster Crown. It's this, um, I suppose, Game Boy Color era Pokemon-inspired RPG. As I said, it's in early access right now, so it's not all of it, but it's insanely addictive. I feel like a kid again. It's pretty fun. It's really hard as well. That's the nice thing. It's re- So if you're into Pokemon but found the recent games too easy... Really recommend checking Monster Crown out on Steam. Okay. Cool. Nice. Um, I think I will also do a recommendation. Um, I'm recommending a show. Um, it's pretty popular, but uh, I, I guess some people ha- are unaware of it. But it's also a BBC, uh, BBC show, actually, but it's called Killing Eve. Um, it's with uh, Sandra O oh and Jodie Comer. Sandra O oh was on Grey's Anatomy back in the day. She's amazing. Um, but essentially, the. Um, the plot is that there is this super badass female assassin who has been essentially under the radar for a really long time. Sorry, uh, it sounds sorry. I think somebody's drilling into the side of my house. <laughs> I, I personally can't hear it. Okay, uh, all right. But yeah, there's no feedback yeah. or anything. Um, but uh, oh, but anyway, so she's uh, she's this assassin, and Sandra O's character is who is Eve is uh works for mi6 in in london and is tasked with um tracking her down basically and the kind of cat and mouse chase between them is uh super interesting and just a really amazing uh acting job on the part of jodie comer she's british um and she plays this russian assassin she like speaks with a russian accent but also speaks russian french italian everything it's won a bunch of awards but yeah it's super awesome Okay, awesome. Um, since everyone else did a rec, I'll do a, I'll do a park. Um, I want to give a shout out to uh, Centennial Park in in Nashville, which is the coolest place because it has a fake Parthenon there. If any if anyone's like been to Nashville, you probably know about the Parthenon there. They've they've recreated the actual Parthenon like full scale with the full sized Athena statue inside. Um, yeah, it's it, just awesome. in the middle of Nashville. It's just the coolest fucking place. Just go there. It's cool. It's like stepping into, you're, you're like one minute you're hanging out with Taylor Swift, and then the next <laughs> you're hanging out with Athena. It's it's insane. Um, and which great one is which? In that city. It's hard to tell. <laughs> it's 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 like a Hillary or a uh, Hannah Montana situation. Yeah, I've never well, seen Taylor never Swift and Athena in the same room at the same yeah. time. She puts on her stone wig and she's Athena. Yeah. Um, See, this is where there's a bit of a culture clash between the US and the UK, because any any of my fellow Brits listening will know that pretty much all our parts are just some areas of grass which we're occasionally allowed to walk on. 
so to hear all this, yeah. I'm, I'm proper jealous. So I was like, I was looking at this Parks and Rec bit and I was thinking, I cannot recommend a single park that I've been to in this country. So when, I'm glad okay. to hear that they are good somewhere else. I will, I will qualify no matter what else happens to us. The one thing that the United States does better than any other country in the world is preserving parks and, uh, and creating like outdoor recreation areas. With like because actual Teddy wilderness, beat the shit into he did do it, and we have not forgotten. <laughs> he that. killed seven lions and then said, "Now time for parks." Yeah. Um, that's that's probably very on the low end of how many lions he killed. Um, <laughs> actually, I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to remember. He wasn't much for hunting lions. Was it? Yeah, he I, I, a I lot just of shit, yeah, I know he went to Africa and like this crazy bender of hunting and killed just hundreds of animals, and then came back and was like, "I'm the bull moose party now." Actually, funnily enough, I my dad's or my grandfather gave my dad a book recently on Thomas Akeley, who was like this uh, taxidermist who like did the Roosevelt like Hall of African History at the um, Field Museum or whatever in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And I'm reading the book right now, and he gives this account of like Teddy Roosevelt and his sons just like slaughtering all these animals in Africa, like elephants, um, lions, monkeys, all that kind of stuff. So apparently, he was a uh, yeah about it yeah he he did like the killing um yeah yeah <laughs> he liked the hunting and he wanted there to be stuff around to hunt so he realized wait a shit we need to protect this in a way he was the most forward-thinking conservationist of all time yeah i was about to say there I've was definitely think. a naturalist side but i mean he's playing some 5d chess there you know not many people are about preserving the environment so yeah. they can keep killing it you know that yeah. is, i commend him for that uh, he, he liked to hunt and he liked to eat the, 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 the meat and he's like, but if there's none of this around what will we do? And they need the environment. We need the environment too, come to think of it. Protect uh, the environment for all right. breakfast. For breakfast. Um, let's, okay, let's continue on. Everybody, please step with me into the Hall of Fame luster. I'm just gonna undo the velvet rope here. Please, please come on in. Avoid the pit trap. The pit and trap the is blades. okay. The pit trap is the saw blades. The pit trap. That's all here because we're still under construction. Um, we don't want anyone sort of interfering. Uh, we've we've sort of come to a halt. We're waiting on um, city hall to to give us the permit, but they are not resuming city council meetings yet. Um, so we're just sort of in a stuck place. Like we've got the saw blade and the pit trap, but it's really just sort of an empty field outside of that. Um, <laughs> But anyway, let's let's just let's uh, pretend we're there. Um, so today we're gonna pick the coolest cutscene in a video game, and the keyword here is coolest, not like best rendered or like whatever. You know, it's it's just the coolest. So uh, I'll I'll kick us off. I wanna I wanna throw in my uh, induction is the uh, the ending scene of Little Nightmares. If anyone has not played Little Nightmares, first of all, it's fantastic. It is the best horror game I've ever played by far. Um, what I would say, so I don't want to spoil too much about it, but basically at the end, your character, uh, becomes like the monsters that you've been hiding from the entire time. And in this like dramatic, intense scene with, uh, it, it is very, very heavily influenced by, um, by Spirited Away. And you'll, you'll see a lot of that in there. Um, but, uh, ima- imagine if in Spirited Away, like, Chihiro became like a monster and began eating the pigs that were like eating the food and everything and like tearing them <laughs> apart and then like suddenly at the end like like all the uh all the creatures that like you've been rescuing the gnomes that you've been rescuing like become terrified of you because like 
it's like it's the the story little nightmares is about like the cyclical nature of gluttony and about consumption and uh it's it's such a fucking amazing ending and oh man the music's so good anyway um all right uh re what have you brought with you Okay, um, I'm very confident about mine this week. So I'm going for the intro to Super Smash Bros. Melee. Oh, oh my god. I, I cannot even put into words how it felt to be six years old, boot that up, that GameCube up, and have that opening. I thought, like, this video game's at peak, you know? I'm yeah, six years old, I've damn. already experienced the peak of video games. All these characters. Mario, like, Mario's up. wearing clothes that I can see. Like, he's not just a blue thing. Like it's it's so cool. I can remember like the Zelda bit being my favorite oh my because I'm yeah. into Zelda at the time. I can hear oh, the fucking music in my head for yeah, that like one exact segment. Like uh, <laughs> I was thinking about it at work today, thinking about my pick, and ever since then, melee music's been in my head. Melee's just a fucking cool game. Full stop. Really, it, it the really intro. Is. I mean, it's so it just... Kirby's Air Ride, but no. <laughs> Kirby's okay. Air Ride. Um, I'm pretty sure was used as a like a platform for melee. Uh-huh. There's so much in Air Ride that also made it into Melee. It's amazing. Nice. Okay, that's a very good pick. Uh, Tim, what do you have? I'm gonna... Well, I could go with basically any of the FMVs from uh, Final Fantasy VIII, but I'm specifically gonna go with the Assault on Garden FMV uh, as, as my cutscene, because the cutscene, uh, specifically one, it seamlessly starts and then you're in it and you're able to run around in it and still progress the plot and have an actual, like, interactive part while the cutscene is still happening throughout that entire um, sequence of the game. And it is just extremely well executed, an epic moment. It actually, it still looks really good today. And you can't say that about a lot of, you know, 90s graphics, including a lot of the rest of uh, FF8 before the remaster. Uh, but yeah, no, it is it is super cool that it just starts in the middle of everything and keeps going through the entire freaking sequence. There's always some FMV in the background, and it doesn't slow things down, and it always is cool. Okay. Especially the part when you are hanging and uh, from the flying fr- uh, like uh, armor frame and fighting the guy, and the entire rest of the battle is happening in the background in FMV. Even yeah, on uh, even on and uh, on top of that, on what what system did that come out on? Was that PS2 or one? That, no, that was PSX. That was the original. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's pretty impressive on there, running all that stuff yeah. at once. Uh, okay. Cool. Katie, what have you got? Uh, so mine is actually kind of similar to yours, Nero. Um, my, I, mine I chose. Unfortunately, um, I'm not like a big gamer, really. I don't. I, I haven't played. You're not playing a lot of solitaire. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> save, save for my GameCube that I had when I was a kid. I played a lot of games on that. Um, but uh, one game that I did play uh, with our friend Johnny, actually, Nero and I's friend, uh, is uh, Until Dawn on the PlayStation uh, 4. Yes. Um, another choose-your-own-adventure game, which is, like, my favorite uh, genre. Um, so Nero was talking about his cutscene. I, I chose the cutscene at the end of uh, Until Dawn when you get, like, a specific ending um you you like your goal is to like save the people that are under attack um in this cabin during during the whole game and so if you get the ending where 
you're able to save everybody, um, you get kind of a similar thing to what Nera was talking about, uh, where, you know, you kind of become uh, the monster that you've that you feared. And that was just really uh, a twist that I was not uh, expecting at the end. When, Um, yeah. When Katie says that she played until dawn, she's very much understating the intensity of her interaction with it. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I, I kind of uh, became a little bit uh, obsessed with it when we started playing it, and um, Johnny and I did a, you know, played it the first time and got, you know, we weren't able to save everybody or whatever, and we went through like two or three more times and literally played it for like the whole day just trying to collect like there are these things in the game called um totems that you collect and they're they're really hard to find um like i honestly don't know how someone could be able to find all of them if you didn't look it up but um which we totally did we totally cheated um but uh yeah and so they kind of help you navigate the game or whatever but then there are tons of them but we uh played through collecting literally every single totem and trying to save everyone so i don't know if you remember i was i was actually there for one of these runs and i had to like go home because it was 1 30 in the morning and you were i was just like guys i'm so tired i have to go and you just like didn't even look up oh yeah we were totally immersed in that game (laughs) i would i just want to commend until dawn because hearing about it has like reawakened the anxiety i felt playing that game oh my god i I mean i'm a total wimp with horror so i was there sat in a dark room because my friend had forced me to play it very cruelly and it's just (laughs) the absolute atmosphere of that game and just feeling so stressed i've never seen the ending where you save everyone because i honestly (laughs) but i i can't remember how many people died but i was probably on like a you know it was probably about one per minute really it, it was going yeah. very badly I, I would i don't even think i finished it i would be impressed if anyone survived yeah it it's really tough we we definitely like i said we definitely cheated um, and had to kind of like google how to keep this one person alive because it was almost impossible to keep them from dying um okay. so yeah uh, yeah uh, it was it was really good though Okay, everyone, uh, everyone, please pull out your voting cards. Uh, everyone has two votes, um, and uh, please uh, please understand the, the, the polls are not rigged. Uh, everyone is going to have to come out to them, though, and place <laughs> these votes down. Um, uh, I don't know what's going to happen to them in the mail. There's just no telling. <laughs> um, unreliable. It's unreliable, and that's why I'm getting rid of it? Question mark? <laughs> but uh, also you can't get your medication on top of it. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. Just e- eat the mail that you're not going to be able to send. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, Katie, where are your votes going to go? You get two votes. And you can you can vote for your own. Okay. So, so written for two of them. Okay. Um, uh, okay. So I will vote for my own just because um, I've only seen one of the other cutscenes that you guys are talking about. <laughs> um, and then my second vote is going to go to uh, Smash Brothers because I loved that game as a kid. Yeah. Hey. Oh, very good. Okay, Tim. Um, I'm going to go with with, uh, with myself, FFA, because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it is legitimately freaking cool. But also... <laughs> Uh, melee because you know, yeah. Uh, game recognizes game. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, Tim. I have often said that you are the Super Smash Brothers melee of people. So <laughs> that is like that I'm is full of both glitches a that people think are I love it. Yeah, uh, Re, uh, what do you got? 
All right. Um, I'm going. I'm going with melee as well. I'm, I'm very confident. About yeah, that. I think. But also, yeah. also going to show some love to Final Fantasy VIII. Um, okay. I've never actually played it, but I do um, know. Um, I have seen quite a few of the cutscenes <sighs> from it, and I just think it's so impressive that they managed to do that on the first PlayStation. Yeah, that's and fair. And like the, the 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 jump from seven to eight is phenomenal. So yeah, do you want okay. to show that some love? Cool. Um, my vote, I am going to throw in for myself, but I am obviously going to also vote for Melee. So uh, another nice. another eight. We got an ace here. Uh, Melee wins, obviously, with four votes. That was a good pick. If I had remembered it, I probably would have brought it myself. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, uh, Super Smash Brothers Melee, welcome to the Hall of Fame luster, the most prestigious non-existent Hall of Fame that exists and It'll doesn't. It'll exist one day when we've sorted out the social distancing. Once we, once we, get, once we yeah. get the permits through, like, it's fine. I I just i've also run into a problem with the fire code because i i'm the the, the space that we have is not going to be enough for all of the characters for smash bros to fit in with and meet fire code regulations plus there is that wall that's constantly on fire yeah the wall it's funny the wall that's on fire is like the funniest part because it's the only wall that's there <laughs> nobody installed it it just showed up yeah. on fire um I'm just trying to think about the other entries because this is this is a very messy Hall of Fame luster right now because I know that the master made it in um, from like the, my first episode I yeah did. and then I also know like the entire con the entire country of Scotland made it in because, um, when, we <laughs> yeah. were t when we were talking about Assassin's Creed Braveheart so oh yeah you're right I think the nation of Scotland we, did we, make we it need, in we need to sort out some planning permission here if we're I, also going to add the cost of melee. I'm be I'm becoming increasingly prepared to like eventually one day maybe for an anniversary like build what we have described as the Hall of Fame luster in dreams and like we can take a tour through it. <laughs> like it's just one wall oh, that's God. on fire, a bunch of discarded saw blades. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, all right, we got we got we got to move on though. Welcome everybody to Bustums. Everyone, please get out your commemorative hammer that you should have received in the mail. And I didn't get delayed. <laughs> you know what? I'm actually just not going to hold that against you. Um, uh, okay, so we are going to be uh, jumping into Life is Strange today, uh, which is one of my personal favorites of all time. Um, I've been uh, excited to talk about this because uh, Tell Me Why is coming out in a week, and that's exciting, uh, which, if anyone doesn't know, is the... Uh, kind of a spiritual sequel to this uh it's not life is strange 3 but it's basically the kind of the same vein from from don't nod and uh it's gonna be on game pass day one so go get it um so uh we're gonna talk a little bit about don't nod so this was i believe their first uh full release game which is kind of insane um oh no i think didn't they did remember me before this i think yes yeah, they did do remember me they did remember me which was like sort of a like a very i'll say it's a niche game um wasn't super well received but uh they kept at it and uh on their second try they super hit it out of the park so i'm guessing anyone listening has heard of life is strange at the very least it's uh like a, i haven't what is it about okay uh <laughs> uh what, what's, what's this persona called the one who doesn't know about video games not knowy man I don't know. I just, <laughs> that's a bad name. Um, He's so a very bad character. So uh, yeah, Life is Strange is like a narrative-driven game. If you're familiar with the Telltale games, it is similar to that. Although I wouldn't call it exactly like that. Um, basically, the 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 idea is that you you do have some more gameplay than like a Telltale game for sure. Um, 
you're you're going through and making decisions and uh while making decisions you also are a a confused teen uh just like the the best way that i try to sell life is strange to people is like remember what you were doing your your freshman year of college that that's this and it's like oh no (laughs) only you can go back and make changes yeah this time you can control what you're doing with some modicum of reason you, you can't not make a stupid decision, but you can choose which stupid decision you make. Yeah, so like I said... It's the best way to sum it up, that, really, yeah. Yeah, so that, that, the thing that I admire about this, so I'll, I'll just run through, I guess, what the game starts with. Like, uh, so you're playing as Max, who is this, uh, uh, looks like, you're actually, I think, a senior at, like, an art school, basically. A high school senior at, like, an art school, like, uh, away from yeah. home. And so you're in, uh, in the Pacific Northwest, and uh, you're just kind of going along, doing your shit, and, like... They're like, oh, I'm an edgy teenager, you know, but then you get to class and what that? Oh, no, superpowers, huh? Uh, yeah, you, you suddenly realize you have the power to rewind time by about 30 seconds um, and not not more than that. So that that is, first of all, extremely intriguing to me. The idea of being able to re- rewind time like just about 30 seconds and like no more. Um that uh, so Max discovers this power, and uh, not too much later, she sees uh, a girl uh, murdered in the bathroom during a drug deal gone wrong, and reverses time to save her, and that sort of puts her into the whole uh, the shit because uh, there's some stuff going on with that. Um, basically, what what it does is it, it follows uh, you as Max, like trying to navigate these both like social and like you know like detective kind of situations almost but the cool thing is that whenever you make a decision you can also rewind time and make a different decision the problem with that is that every single decision you make has immediately negative repercussions and you will (laughs) never ever be able to tell if you made the quote-unquote right decision um it, it really like puts a crazy new spin on the idea of like making decisions and splitting timelines in games because like you can 100% control what happens, but, like, you never, ever feel like you made the right decision. Um, oh, my God, absolutely. So, yeah, yeah like, uh, if anyone's curious, also, there is a sequel called Life is Strange 2, which just takes place in the same universe and is completely unrelated to the first game. And there's also a prequel uh, called B- Before the Storm, uh, which is a shorter game where you play as a Chloe and a Rachel, a girl who's, like, gone missing in the first game, uh, who is her, her lover. Um, so the, uh, let's, uh, let's, let's get into it. I think so. I think, uh, somebody who's really, so one of you, if I'm, I'm going to put on my hat, I'm, I'm a true, I'm a true gamer. Now I put on my gamer hat. This is a visual novel. Why should I play this? <laughs> well, one visual novels are actually pretty fun. So shut up. <laughs> uh, and I say that with more kills in an FPS than you, young man. <laughs> You know what? I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna jump in and put be the white knight for Life is Strange. Are you gonna Max, simp for Life is Strange? I will I will I will simp and I will especially simp for Max because honestly I bloody love her as a protagonist and that would be my first point to convince any gamer bros that feel like they're above this game. Um, I, and you know what? I was one of these game bros that was against this game. Just want to put that out there. Initially, when I did my first playthrough, didn't actually like it. Then I sat on it for a bit. Then I played it again. Now I love it. Um, did did, did disc break? I had it. I had it. I had it digitally. It's fine. Oh, um, okay. The, so the PS4. My PS4 can support my weight. So okay. That's fine. Yeah. Um, 
I, um, yeah, I, uh, you know what? The thing is, though, like, I, I don't recall seeing Life is Strange on the list of approved games for women. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, god, that's a good point. That's a good point. Who, who oh, said that? Shut the, the fuck up. Did you, did you see that list? <laughs> the whole thing about it, Katie? Wait, what? Oh, no, this was a real article somebody wrote and then, like, E3 published. was, like, 25 games just for girls. <laughs> and it was, like, oh, women, ladies... Women can play these It's, like, women can play video games, too. Check these out. It's, oh. like, solitaire. Sudoku. Oh, man. That, that's <laughs> Kim Kardashian. Yeah, Kim Kardashian was in there. Bejeweled was in there. And it said, ladies are... Uh, diamonds are uh, a girl's best friend. Am I right, ladies? <laughs> Bejeweled. <laughs> Like, I thought, I've got... that he was going to get some... No, it was a woman. It was it was a woman, actually. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no, that's even worse. I, st- I still don't know what criteria... It had to have been, like, install base, because almost all of those... Oh, no, there wasn't any criteria, actually. It, it came uh, out that no? she... Yeah, she, like, tweeted out, like, asking if people, like, could give her any info, and nobody responded, and so she made up everything. Ah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that explains everything. Um, and yeah, this wouldn't have been a big deal, but the E3 official account, like, po- posted it, and then, uh, well, E3 has been cancelled twice this year. Wow. <laughs> um, anyway, that sorry. Really awful. I, 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 I totally derailed this. Go back. No, it, it was a struggle for my dainty little women hands to hold down the back trigger <laughs> to do the rewind thing. But once I moved past that, you know, I had a guy help me with that. It was fine. It's Just like imagine if she had to have played with the original Xbox controller. It would have it oh, crushed God. you under its weight. It would have done. <laughs> so um, what I would say, going back to the visual novel thing, I don't think it is because the whole point is that you're becoming Max, who is a very anxious and socially awkward teenage girl. Um, I think I'm right in saying she's 17. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. And because of that, like her whole powers to me anyway reflect that sort of anxiety, the self-doubt of thinking, have I just made the right decision? As you said, in most instances both decisions are bad ones. You are working with what you've got. And I think it's that level of interaction um really separates it from visual novels. Not that there's anything wrong with visual novels, but um just you can also you're not set. You don't have to spend time with characters that you don't like if you don't like chloe for one why but also (laughs) you can more or less just spend more time with warren or kate or something if you don't if you find warren and let me hang out with warren are you kidding (laughs) okay i will do i will defend warren i will defend warren um (laughs) but i will defend chloe more so Yeah. yeah sorry warren but um yeah, and I think that's the, the point of, of it is, is that you sort of become Max and you can, you don't have like a great deal of say in what happens, but you can sort of, if you don't like a character, you can not get so invested with them. And like Chloe and Max can sort of just be these crime fighting buddies or they can be straight up girlfriends, you know, and I think it's that level of like. They can reflecting. be gal pals, yeah. They can, yeah, gal pals with benefits, so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, is yeah, I think it's the fact that it can sort of reflect what the player wants. Like for some reason, my brother hated Chloe and barely spent any time and barely did anything nice to her, Aww. but like loved Kate. So you know, got really invested in her story. Um, yeah, I, I think it's absolutely worth it because you really just feel like you you feel like the same self self doubt as Max, and that's why I'd really recommend it. The quickly the intriguing part of this is that uh, girls have gone missing recently around this place, like around this school, and uh, recently one of the girls 
from the school Rachel like has gone missing. Uh, these are all like teenage girls that have just disappeared over the last like few months. And so that's sort of the finding out what happened to Rachel and then the other women is like kind of the impetus for like you and Chloe becoming these like, you know, like uh, e-girl detectives basically, <laughs> <laughs> which is very yeah, exciting. I, I loved, I, I love the fact that like e- everything in, in the first life is strange is like very female centric. Like, all not not just like the main protagonists but kind of the the main people that are really like you know uh essential to the storyline are um girls and women um and and i did like the fact um that you know you could kind of choose between whether to you know like you were saying interact with some characters or not because i personally i mean i thought that you know warren was you know a typical nice guy but he just really aggravated the crap out of me and i was like (laughs) pushing for you know chloe and max to have you know some kind of you know something and um so i kind of like the fact that you could yeah definitely pick and choose between um you know between what you decide to do Okay, Warren does come off as a big old simp at first, but he is actually a, a, a genuinely good guy. Uh, yeah. With a heart of gold. <laughs> right, right, yeah. But uh, also with the, I had actually... We call those gimps? <laughs> oh, God. That's a different thing entirely. Um, but, um, but yeah, with the, um, with the whole visual novel thing, I had actually never heard that term before uh, this, you know, podcast. Um, but, uh, I, I think, but, but I think like going around for me, maybe it's just because I'm like super, um, OCD, but like going around and uh, collecting like all the items and reading everything, um, it gives you a lot of really, uh, to me, like important supplemental information that you have to actually like go out and use like the gameplay and wandering around in order to find them, you know? So it's not just, you know, you can choose to take a really active role and actually like exploring the environment you know with your with your controller um so you know you don't just sit by and click buttons to to make the decisions you know yeah yeah it's yeah it's not it's not just sitting there and being like do you want to go this way or this way like you're actually walking around exploring yeah it's not bandersnatch um which is uh was fine but (laughs) the um it, it, it's it's definitely an actual video game. You walk around, you explore, you interact with things. There's some like light puzzling here and there. Um, but like, it's a uh, it, it genuinely like feels like you're just like walking around and trying to like you know solve a mystery and also just get by like the 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 wiles that come with being an angsty teen. Like, mm-hmm. um, so I do want to just make sure that all of us are gonna stand for Chloe here today. I'm gonna oh, yeah, cautiously totally. stand for. I will cautiously stand for Chloe. We cautiously stand. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, yeah. Anyway, I I uh, what in talking about the story here, I um, if possible, uh, I want to keep our spoilers to just episode one. So if anyone's listening and gets interested, they don't get like spoiled on the whole thing. Um, but yeah, like uh, I I want to kind of talk about like the fact that no two people have really had the same like experience on this game like the the, there are really really crazily branching storylines and even like your smallest decisions can like affect something in the future like i know that telltale is sort of famous for advertising like oh you're you know clementine will remember this and then it just usually never comes into play um but (laughs) clementine will never act on this yeah yeah exactly (laughs) and so uh 
but like Life is Strange does an amazing job of of making sure every one of your decisions does change your playthrough in some way. Like you'll you you if uh, for instance there is a, a character who I won't name um, who in my playthrough died in episode two and everyone else is like man she had this really emotional speech at the end of the game and I was like what. Mm-hmm. Um. So, like, yeah, like, are, are there some interesting, like, paths or something you've discovered, like, by doing this more than once uh, for any of you? Um, I can't think of any. I, I, uh, most of my, uh, memories of Life is Strange are a bit of a blur. In fact, I had a problem where, because I played, uh, with a friend, the original and Before the Storm, like, right together that some of before the storm bled into what I was thinking was actually the original life is strange. Like the play scene, which is, you know, before the storm. Uh-huh. Um, so I can't remember what in our playthroughs um, was very unique. <laughs> like I can remember some, some major points um, letting the guy get shot over and over and over and over <laughs> and over and over and over. Yeah. Uh, you know, just being little what, shits. Now, what did everybody do about the plant? Because, like, mine did not make it. Oh, no, mine mine made it. I'm very proud. That's, like, probably one of the few things that did go right on that playthrough. So, yeah. That's one, yeah, of, the hard, one, of, the, one of the hardest things to do is remembering to water the plant in your room. And, like, yeah. I just did not. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, uh, what, what are, like, some of, like, the themes, I guess, of this that, that stuck out to you? Like, um, I, I'm, for, for me, like... No. Person. Go ahead. My cat was climbing <laughs> on my desk. Okay. Um, I so, just wanted to warn you cuz there was going to be a loud noise as I got her off. My uh so my 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 favorite thing about this is this theme of like reaching like okay, I'm I'm a big old sucker and it is my favorite theme for like uh, a story about where people have to like reach across time and space like to to find each other. Like these like fucking like like Steinsgate and like your name and stuff like fucking tear me apart and I love it. Um <laughs> but like that 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 was what kind of like stuck out to me was like fight like fighting the very nature of time and space to like to to reach the people you love like is is sort of this like thing that I I really enjoy but I don't know like what what about like the story I guess stuck with you guys or any sort of like themes or or allegories or stuff like that either. I think for me the thing that stuck with me the most and i'm gonna simp over max again so i'm basically warren um but i think it's and i alluded this to this earlier it's sort of the social awkwardness of being 17 because i feel like max is a um unique protagonist in that we get to see social awkwardness and nerdiness from a female perspective um i mean as you're saying earlier this is a very female game and it's it's refreshing because like at the time I think I was the same age as Max when I played it, so I could relate heavily to feeling sort of shut in my room quite a lot, whereas like everyone around me was like you know having the normal high school experience. And I think you know her whole power I think is just meant to be an allegory for like anxiety and indecision um and yeah, sort of second definitely. guessing yourself um and i think that's my favorite i really like to explore that from a female perspective um sort of feeling like yeah that that you know you're meant to be having because i mean all the a lot of the women around max are a lot more confident um 
and she isn't. And I think that's the thing. That, I mean, I wrote about her recently when I was writing about female protagonists. Like, that has really stuck with me. And I think it's proof that, you know, a strong female character doesn't have to be strong, if that makes sense. She just has to be interesting. And I think Max really is. Yeah, absolutely. The yeah, I agree. Yeah. So um, one of the thing is uh, I just want to, like, make sure that uh, Bay or Bay? What everyone do? <laughs> um, Bay? I uh, first at first I did uh, BAE uh, like I was one hundred percent on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you know when I, I I've played it through a bunch of times, but you know I've, I've chosen the other Bay as well. But I think I think that for me you're talking about themes. That was one of the um, themes that I thought was really interesting and kind of. Uh, uh you know start, stuck with me the most is kind of a, a lot of the decisions that you make and a lot of the aspects of the game are kind of like individualistic versus collectivistic like what's more important um yeah and 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 i think in my first playthrough everything that i that i chose was very individualistic and that can have you know some some pretty uh, bad consequences um and i think that kind of like gave me a self-check like you know make sure you're not being so self-absorbed in in your own stuff and trying to do what's best for you that you ultimately end up you know kind of sabotaging yourself by not taking other people into consideration you know which is which is uh easy to do sometimes you know if you're not really cognizant of that so yeah um, i i absolutely struggled with that last decision like for a while like i i remember i just like paused the game and like sat there for like 15 minutes um yeah and yeah. uh i ended up i ended up going bae uh for that one mm-hmm. but uh i i i was like very torn about it and i feel like um if i were to were to do a second like full playthrough um i played the, like most of the game again i haven't finished it again but if I were to do a second full playthrough, like I would probably choose the other one. Uh, now that I've had time to like reflect on it, <laughs> but mm-hmm. it's like it, it's really one of those things. Like it's like really makes you think, you know? Yeah, it does. Yeah, and I've I've seen some people complain about the Bay or Bay choice, thinking like, oh, it doesn't really take into account without like spoiling too much. Doesn't take into account like a lot of your decisions that you made. It feels like for nothing if you just get the same two choices as everyone else. And I felt like that at first um, when I completed the game. I was like, why did I spend all this time getting invested in these characters? Blah, blah, blah. But then um, upon revisiting it, I kind of realized the point. This is going to sound so cheesy, but I'm going to say it anyway. The, it isn't about the destination. It's about the journey. You know? It's yeah, about that's, why we ha- that's why we couldn't take the eagles to get there. Yeah. <laughs> also, they were so- shot down. Um, so it isn't about the fact i mean because i mean i went bae um, first as well but then i thought about it for a day and i went back and i did bay and i consider that my canon one um but i find it interesting that i mean i'm not sure what you picked him but i find it interesting that so far um our initial like knee-jerk reaction was bae i find it quite because i would have thought we were like 50 50 split on that but yeah so far it's everyone saving chloe that is interesting um, I played it a little, I, I knew that, um, w- but when I played it with a friend, we knew that a lot of people had gone and we were curious what the other one was. So we, uh, for both, you compromised uh, your playthrough. No, 
it was impossible not to know about that choice because people were talking about it. So we got spoiled. Um, but no, we, we decided um, we decided to save the bay uh, because it was one person that we liked versus several people that we liked at the very minimum. So how dare you, you think about it logically? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Does, so does anyone have any like sort of like personal like specific moments you can remember where like something really hit you hard or something like that? Um, Ooh, yeah. How spoilery can we get? Um, uh, let's, let's just call this the spoiler section. Uh, skip to the, 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 okay, if you, if you, uh, want to skip some spoilers, uh, just skip to the next section. Uh, we'll, we'll go full spoiler on this. What you got? Um, well, mine was, I remember, because I didn't know about this game. When did this game come out? It's 2015. Okay, so I didn't play, uh, okay, yeah, so I had just graduated high school when this came out, but I didn't play it until, like, two years ago because my uh jake who's like a big video game guy told me that he thought that i would like it so um i was playing it with him and he had already played it before but i had um no idea that there was like the um the option for for chloe and max to be anything but uh you know just friends until that one part where you have like the option to (laughs) to either like kiss her or not and i just like freaked out because i thought that that was so cool um because that like you know i never saw anything like that as uh as a kid on anything really except for the l word which i would like sneak and watch um when i was like a young teenager but um i had never kind of seen any and i guess this shows how little i have video games but i had never really seen any like queer representation and no don't don't worry there's there's not a lot yeah so that i thought that that was really um really cool and and kind of uh resonated with me especially because it's you know again kind of like a a female you know centered game and so i just kind of thought as like a big win for women but also queer women you know um so uh yeah that was definitely uh surprising in a, in a good way to me yeah that's that's nice uh does anyone else have anything um i'm not gonna uh, uh, even though this is spoiler zone I'm, I'm not going to actually spoil but the revelation of who was behind the disappearances mm. oh god yeah. yeah it wasn't a uh a oh this is so sad it was a you bastard yeah, you mm-hmm. I I was actually I don't know why I was genuinely surprised, but like, who else the fuck could it have been, huh? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I got bad vibes from the very beginning. In I, hindsight, I, it could be so obvious, but it wasn't. Oh, uh, your your alarm was going off with them. My mine. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. I I have yeah. I don't. Did did we say that there are spoilers in this? Section? Yeah, this okay. part is spoilers. Okay. Yeah. Uh, like. Young teachers who think they're cool really do not give me good vibes at all. <laughs> like it, I, I always think that they're like the kind of people that are trying to like either hold on to the popularity that they had in high school or get the popularity that they never had. And they're like the kind of people who like end up sleeping with students and getting fired. Um, yeah. But uh, and they're just so full of themselves that it's like nauseating. So um, I that's, did not get a. a that's good fair. Vibe. Also, had if, if there's ever a uh, live action adaptation of this, I absolutely need 
uh, Mr. Jefferson to be played by Brendan Urey from Planet Panic at the Disco. I don't oh, know. My oh my god! <laughs> he would be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but I okay. love him though. <laughs> so I don't know if I could see him in a in a bad light. Oh. Um, yeah, I think that that ending was like really exciting to me. Um, I, 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 this game is about 15 hours long, by the way. I think I went through the whole thing in one weekend. My, my, uh, my friend and I like both got it at the same time. Um, and we weren't, we weren't playing it together, but we were like both playing it that same weekend and like talking to each other about like, oh, did you get to this part? And like, no, that person's dead. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Um, and like we, we got, uh, since we're, I guess we're in spoiler zone, like, uh, in my playthrough, Kate killed herself in episode two. I don't know what I did. I'm so mad at you for that. I'm well, so mad. Well, you gave her a loaded gun and told her to kill herself. <laughs> I definitely didn't, you know, though. That, no, the same thing happened to me, though, near, in, in my first playthrough. And that um, really, I think that's what kind of made me uh, appreciate, like, the, the whole, like, I was talking about ind- individual versus collectivistic aspect. Because I was like, yeah. oh, it was so, like wrapped up in wanting to you know establish a good rapport with chloe that i completely ignored this poor girl that obviously needed help right um so that that really upset me and that was like the main reason that i uh, that i played through it again yeah that's, then i played through it like three more times so that's fair <laughs> i i i feel like a lot of the um a lot of the characters like hit so hard because like especially i think kate was the one that stood out to me as like I definitely, like, I feel like I definitely knew this girl in high school, you know? Like, I, yeah. these, these all feel like real people that I knew in high school. And it's, it's, it's crazy how they managed to capture that, uh, Chakabra. Um, <laughs> well, that's because you are a fictional character and you went to that high school. That's true. I went to, <laughs> no, went to teen high. Um, <laughs> I can't remember what the school's called. Arcadia Bay. Right? The school is called no. The school is called like Blackwell, right? Blackwell Academy. Oh wait, yeah, oh, yeah something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I remember that. Um, <laughs> all right. So, um, uh, again, I want to uh, toss out like uh, that. Uh, Tell me why, which is like another like Life is Strange, very similar game from the same developer coming out in like a week, and I think that one's going to be really cool because it has uh, the 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 plot of it is that uh. You're these two, it's again a slight superpower thing, like you're these two uh, uh, adults, like in your late 20s, uh, twins, one of them is uh, a woman and the other is a transgender man, and basically like your your mother was murdered uh, back when you were like very little, back in Alaska, you guys are like Inuit, uh, you know, people from Alaska, and not Inuit, sorry, it's a, it's a different uh, tribe of natives there, but um you like go back to the scene of the crime basically and uh you you find out that you have this power that when the two of you both feel an intense emotion at the same time like you can see into the past of like and so it's basically you guys trying to find all these places that will make like basically tear your heart out in order to solve the mystery of your mother's murder um and the strangeness that led up to it yeah exactly um and it uses a lot of supernatural stuff from uh i think it's called Tlajit. it's like the tribal mythology over there so i'm like yeah. very excited i think that's a i think i'm glad they're getting back to that kind of thing um so uh anyway as far as like uh life is strange i think everyone here recommends playing it right that's probably not it's a need to be asked oh, <laughs> yeah. everyone abs- like uh, there are some people who wouldn't like it but the first episode is free so give that that's a true. look, and if it you is. like that, 
go for the rest. It's on like yeah. it's on phones too. Like just you can get it on your phone if you have to. Like yeah. you know, it's play okay. the first episode. You're out nothing. If you like it, keep going. Yeah, um, absolutely. So, does this game need more or less ghosts? Lots more. Yeah, yeah. I, disappointing I think. lack of ghosts. I don't think there were any ghosts in this one, so I'm going to say more. Um, yeah, I was wondering what that question was for. I was like, so that well, that's because because we're we're because we're game busters, and so we have we have sort of a ghost oh. theme. So every the oh. end of every week, we ask like, okay, does this game need more or less ghosts? Which changes depending I on see. the game, like. You know, like Luigi's Mansion, maybe there's too many ghosts. I don't know. No, there need to be more. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love that game as a kid, by the way. Ghost um, yeah. Ghostbusters, the video game. Mine. That's true. Um, okay, uh, thank you guys. So we're going to jump into our next uh, segment, uh, Time for Games. Uh, today I have uh, developed another guessing game, which I think is fun. Um, so basically... Each of these things is a quest from Fallout 3 or a Doctor Who episode, which I... I uh, which are apparently have surprisingly similar naming schemes. Um, <laughs> and so I will uh, just toss one out and you guys need to tell me what it is. Uh, the order of this has been randomized by the computer, so there's no pattern to it. Um, all right. I'll let everybody else guess first. Okay. Are you, yeah, Tim, are you like super familiar with Fallout 3? And Doctor Who. And Doctor Who? Who? Okay. Yeah. Maybe this <laughs> is a bad game. <laughs> I'll, yeah, we'll let the others guess first then. Yeah, I, okay. I, I have not only tried, I think 100% in Fallout 3. I've 100% <laughs> Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so uh, let's. Uh, okay, so the first one is the Waters of Life. Oh, uh, I'm going I'll with... say Doctor Who. I'm going with Fallout Three. Yeah, Fallout Three. Yeah, that is a fa- that is a Fallout quest. Um, there is another one called like the Waters of of some the Waters of. That's yeah, the that's who. the Doctor Who one. So it's very uh, close. Okay. Okay. Uh, I remember. Well, I don't know either of these things at all, so we're going in blind. <laughs> all right. Um, how about this one? The end of the world. Doctor Who. Yeah, Doctor that, that who is Doctor Who. Revival second episode. Yeah. Bloody hell! You were you were not joking. This is a bad. This is a bad idea. <laughs> I feel like a f- failure of a Brit right now. I've probably watched a collective five Doctor Who. Oh no, come on! <laughs> okay, just. You just have to watch the David Tennant and Matt Smith, and you can stop. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, how about this one? Among the stars. Doctor, Doctor Who. No, it's actually Fallout. I got one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. How about this one? Uh, almost people. Fallout. Doctor Who. That is Doctor Who. I've gotten every single one. Hey, that ma- well, that that makes me feel good. Okay, the, this <laughs> the game works. This yeah, yeah. Th- this one is uh, I think probably the craziest one. Kerblam! Exclamation point. That is oh, that is Fallout, Fallout Free, isn't it? No, yeah. that's Doctor Who. That's a Doctor Who episode called Kerblam. <gasps> oh, I'm thinking of there is like one quest that has the exclamation mark at the end. I know yeah. that. I'm not a fan. But it's something fan. very similar like Kablam or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, um how about this one? The replicated man. Fallout. That one's Doctor Fallout. Who? No, that one's actually Fallout, yeah. Good job. I got one right. Yeah. Thinking about that one recently cuz I I uh, <laughs> Sometimes I just sit and think about Fallout 3 quests. <laughs> no, no. The thing uh, is like <laughs> Go ahead. 
down. I was say, like, Doctor, I, the only thing I can remember from Doctor Who is that all the villains look really shit. So the, the replicated man. Hey. I, I can just imagine they have a mirror up to, like, one of the actors. And they're like, there we go. That's they the, look, that's the look, they look, villain. They look better now. Come on. <laughs> I'm not convinced. Um, okay. Uh, and then here's the last one. Into the pit. Oh, that's, that's Fallout. Okay, I'll go with Fallout. Yeah, it is. It is Fallout because it is from the Pit DLC. <laughs> so, yeah. um, but like it, Into the Pit also did sound like a. There, there's another one called like Into the Satan Pit, which is a Doctor Who yeah. episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Wow. Um, metal band. Yeah. Right. Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 that is a perfect one because the Satan Pit is the episode, and it is literally just the Doctor going into a pit for an episode. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> um, um, all right. Uh, that was pretty good. Not too bad. Uh, so let's close out with the, let's everyone head to the wishing well, please, uh, pull out the commemorative life is strange coin, uh, that you all should have gotten. Everyone have it in your hand. Indeed. Mm-hmm. We got it. Yeah. It's the one that has a little, uh, Chloe on one side and then Warren's on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what we're going to do is, um, everyone go around and wish for a very slight superpower that could maybe help you with daily life, but could not be used for crime fighting. Okay. So, oh no, you go ahead, Ree. Okay, my one, very specific, the power to get people to return my fucking emails because there is <laughs> nothing on this earth that like frustrates me more. I am both a receptionist and a journalist, so collectively, I my job description is just getting left on red, basically. Um, <laughs> so that that would be my superpower. Okay, not bad. Uh, Katie, what do you have? Um, my superpower would be to be able to read Desmond, my dog slash son, um, be able to read his mind because there are some times that he just stares at me and looks at me and I don't know what he's thinking in his little pea brain. Um, and I want to be able to make his life as like ideal and happy as possible. And so I would like to be able to know what he's thinking so that I can cater to his every need at, at all, all the time. That's probably the most on-brand thing you've ever said. Um, <laughs> I, I literally am obsessed with my dog. Guys. Yeah, everyone check out his Instagram. What's that account? Huh? Oh, it's just my Instagram, but it is just pictures of him. Um, it's it's Katie John daughter. There was a. It's also on on TikTok. There was a video of him that got like millions of likes of me of me talking to him because he's so precious and small and fluffy. Uh, yeah, I do like how See, if you, if you had fluffy that, he is. If you had that power, you could, like, tell him how famous he is. Oh, the fame would go to his head, though. Yeah, I think it'd go, it'd go straight to his fluff, and he'd get even, <laughs> even fluffier. And I can't handle that. That's already enough. Oh, alright. Tim, what do you got? Uh, I, I, this might be, uh, slightly cheating, because there is a superhero with a similar power, though I don't know really why he thinks he can be a superhero with this power, but it would be the ability to like make copies of myself and then sync up with them uh, later in the day so that we both know what we've both been doing. Oh, so you want to like have somebody who can like go get like, you know, groceries while you like go to the whatever I was going to, I don't know why I was going to say the post office, but we don't have those anymore. Um, so <laughs> those are from the before times. Those are from the before times, but uh, yeah. Okay. So I see. So you, you just do multiple tasks at the same time, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. I think that could be good. 
the problem i think that in order to make sure we can't use it for crime fighting you have to like be like half as strong when you split up into two people i mean one of me will just have to work out a lot no uh <laughs> uh okay. I, mean, I, I don't think i'm very good for crime fighting as is so that's fair <laughs> so two of me probably wouldn't help um yeah. okay my my thing was like I don't know why I've always wanted this. I've always wanted to be able to, like, look at something and know exactly how, like, tall or wide it is. Like, just know exactly, like, the measurements of something I'm looking at. I think that would be very slight and definitely not enough to fight crime. Uh, I was about to say, I think that iPhone does that now. Not only what? is no. that not useful for crime fighting, <laughs> is that just not useful anywhere? That's it's... the ultimate one. Yeah, that's what, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it'd be neat, but it's, like, not very, it's, like, not, not great, but it's it's neat. <laughs> like the actually win a lot of bar bets. Yeah, I think so. I think that um, also like I've sort of took this idea because Shigeru Miyamoto, the Mario Man himself, like has this like well documented thing where he has a tape measure with him all the time, and he will just measure stuff, and like he's trained his mind to know exactly how long things are every time he looks at them. <laughs> That's like a huge flex, actually. That's like. Super yeah, <laughs> he well he, he okay. If anyone's curious about Shigeru Miyamoto flexing, he also walks around Nintendo headquarters without shoes. He refuses to wear shoes at work. <laughs> and like, I mean, like when you invent Mario, like you can do whatever the fuck you want, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like you're not gonna go up to the man who invented your childhood and be like, "Can you put some shoes on, please?" You're just not gonna do it. <laughs> uh, um. Anyway, I guess what I'm saying is, I want to be the Mario man. Um. <laughs> Okay. Don't we all? Yeah. Well, the the first thing you have to do is swing your arms okay. from side to side. <laughs> oh my god! I walked into that. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. Um. Everyone, so thank you guys for joining us. Uh, this has been Game Busters, a podcast from GameBuster.com. That is my cat Ellie screaming in the distance. Um. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear her. Hey, um. The uh. So I uh, want to give a, a quick shout out to uh, Todd Howard for sponsoring this podcast. We got through the whole one without dunking on you, Todd. Um, please, please get that check to us. Um, uh, <laughs> Dunk on him more for him to send the money. You think so? Um, yeah. Yeah. So uh, room for my Fitbit coming out, Todd. Come on, Todd. Uh, so if everyone, uh, does anyone have any plugs they want to throw out? Uh, Katie, is there anything you're working on? I guess just Desmond. Do you want to plug Desmond? Okay. Yeah, I'll plug Desmond. Not <laughs> for too long, though. Uh, yeah. It, it could lead to backups. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, what else have we got coming out? Tim, I think you got the console tours coming out, right? We did, yeah, console tours should be coming out Monday. So the, I think the same day as this is coming out. Yes. Okay. Look at console tours. My wife, Kate, and I are... Uh, looking over Sinnoh and comparing it to uh, the real world nostalgia for Kate's time in Japan. Yeah, they're Hokkaido. kind of like finding the real places in 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 Sinnoh, like in Pokemon that are like from real yes. places in the real world. Um, Our first is... episode was all about Jubilife and how it's secretly Sapporo. Yeah. Um, all right, Re, what you got? Right, well, I haven't got a project going on at the moment. I'm just plodding along, vibing really. But you know, follow me on. <laughs> are Twitter you plugging and... your own vibes? <laughs> I am. You know, if you if you want some good vibes, so, well, I'd say fairly average vibes. Follow me on Twitter at, at re underscore. Bevan, they're good. <laughs> I mean, they're not great. There's like a, it's like a seven out of ten. I would say your Twitter. Um, I'll take that. You know what? That's better than I thought I was gonna get. Okay. 
Nice. Um, I think that, um, I, oh, yeah, actually, I, I just, my, my uh, video where I drink Bioshock Vigors, which is actually just <laughs> vodka shots. I didn't, the thing about that yes. video is that, like, when I thought of that idea, I thought it'd be very funny. And then I sat down and, like, halfway through recording it, I realized I was going to be j- taking six shots of vodka in the space of 20 minutes. <laughs> and like well yeah you can see what happens to me in the video uh as i sort of the dawning realization that i'm just like completely lost um so you can check that out on youtube yeah seeing your messages in the discord afterwards i felt like secondhand drunk (laughs) (laughs) the the thing is it's the true bioshock experience because vigors are literally just alcohol and a teensy bit of mutagen oh yeah yeah it's just to help like a a little bit of uh, a spoonful of uh alcohol makes the mutagen go down yeah, they they just decided to replace spoonful with bucket. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, thank you, Katie, for joining us uh, on this oh, yeah, one. Of course. Yeah. Thanks um, for having me. And so, Desmond, he's been here the whole time. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> so uh, if everyone uh, wants to gather round, um, Re, you did win the Hall of Fame Lester competition, so you get to uh, take us out with your signature catchphrase today. Oh god. Um. <laughs> simp max basically and also warren isn't that bad you know like everyone needs to stop picking on warren so you're, like, you're, no, even the even the even the fucking warren stands out there like he's not that bad it's like we all acknowledge that chloe is based we just ask if you stop bullying him please <laughs> Anyway, I guess what I'm saying is I want to be the Mario man. <laughs>